Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always gone. Rebel scum. Boom. Oh! I it's Rebels. <laughs> I thought I was going to. It's Rebels Gum Wednesday. This is Thursday. I thought it was. I don't know what day it is anyway. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Hi. Hold on. <laughs> you guys start the show. Brock, it's Brock. I'm James. It was. Here with special guest executive producer Heidi. Well, I haven't even started drinking yet. It's still warm. I just bought it. You're supposed to drink it like room temperature. Happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Good God. You muted yourself again. Okay, cool. (laughs) Glad we ran through this before we started. I did that so you wouldn't have to hear me pour this drink into this. Pouring Star Wars, dude. Star Wars is crazy right now. Have you seen all the like the reports that are happening that are going on? No, what's going on? How do you know what's going? Every Brock, everything Star Wars is happening. Uh, what? Just, what? Uh, well, uh, Bespin Bulletin is going to gain a bazillion subscribers. Heidi, why don't you fill everybody in on what you know, and then I can tell you that I like Qui Gon Jinn. Oh, her mic's muted. <laughs> yeah, you seem to be muted. Almost got it. There you go. All right. There we go. I, I said Kathleen Kennedy was fired. Ah! <laughs> Put it on the board. has been shut down. God, we really should have spent the money to make one of those LED boards or something like that. We really, don't. like maybe we, we still we still well. can. I'm I'm considering right now. Kathleen Kennedy's been fired, Brock. That's actual real news. You know what's but, gonna be funny is is one day she's not gonna be the head of of Lucasfilm, and we're not gonna know what to do with ourselves. Like just, half of, half of YouTube is gonna melt away, and <laughs> it's like no one's gonna know. Like what are we talking about? KK getting fired, but that's not. There is actual other really big news that has been going on. Like there are leaks and rumors, but people have spotted uh, things on sets in yes. California for the Mandalorian season three. So Heidi, why don't you take that a little bit? Well, I, I've seen uh, pictures of uh, Tamara Morrison in uh, uh, completely covered in like black uh, spandex. <laughs> Station oh yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> Shooting uh, couples retreat too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, that might be an Obi One rumor that he's been spotted. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, well, that's that's the wrong rumor. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No, he um, might be in there. There's Obi One's coming in. Look, do you want to get right? In? Let's get right into Obi One. Okay, there are Obi One yeah. rumors swirling right now and they have to do with flashbacks 
but they weren't what I was thinking. These were not the flashbacks that I was anticipating hearing. These are so there's going to be two Obi Wan and Vader fights in the show, right? That's what's been reported cool. on. That's what we're expecting. But the flashback is Obi Wan versus Anakin, and it's I guess it's a fight, like a lightsaber battle between the two of them. And rumored and rumorly, rumor mill, what's going to happen is Obi Wan's going to get his butt kicked in in that first fight with them, right? Just like butt kicked in. Uh, he can't, doesn't know what to do. He's lost. He's all, you know all hope is lost. Blah 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 blah. And then he's going to have a flashback. He's going to think back to a fight that he had with Anakin. And he's going to learn a few details with Anakin within that fight. And I thought that's kind of cool because that's actually technically giving us three fights with those two. And the, and the deeper you get to go into their like I think it's a training fight, but the deeper you get to go into their history together. Because I mean we all want to see the Clone Wars stuff. That's fine, but them as like a friendship, a bond is what I think would really enhance this story. And I kind of like that idea. Hmm. Uh, uh, sure. I, all I got from that was like, there might be three lightsaber battles that have Darth Vader in it or Anakin Skywalker. Like, sure. I mean, cool. That sounds cool. But like, I don't know, man. Like, it's like until we see it in a trailer again, <laughs> I don't really believe it. Uh, Cool. Yes. I wouldn't put that in a trailer. Though. That's gonna be in the episode. That's gonna be. Oh, like you know what I mean. Random. It's like randomly gotta show up on like June seventy. Like, Whoa! We talked about that two months ago. Yeah, like you make a good point. Like I, does that sound awesome? Yeah, man. So it's like I, but I don't feel like getting excited about it till I actually see it. And like that's the thing. Like you kind of want to see it just happen. So it's like sure, cool. Yes. Um, my understanding is that he's gonna pretty much get his butt kicked, and then all of a sudden he's gonna hear Qui Gon, and that's gonna give him the power to overcome Vader because he's, I guess, he's really depressed because he can't a he can't um, get near Luke because Uncle Owen doesn't want him near Luke, mm -hmm. and b he um, he feels dejected. He he wants to help people and he can't because he knows Inquisitors are after him. And also, he's trying to reach out to Qui-Gon, and he can't. And he's just, it's uh, basically, there's a lot of, um, I think we discussed this talking earlier, uh, a lot of religious allegories hmm. going on here. Um, almost, He's almost Christ-like in a way that he's working as a stonecutter as opposed to a carpenter. He sees the world around him, but he can't do anything until his moment comes. Um, I don't know if they did that on purpose, but that might just be themes throughout life in general. Um, hmm. so I think like, it's not until that moment where he finally reaches out to Qui-Gon because he's just so depressed that he cannot find Qui-Gon Jinn. And eventually when he needs them at the most and he's not expecting it, that's when Qui-Gon, uh, Qui uh, steps hmm. in. Yeah, I get behind that. Yeah. I love, I love how they, how this rumor is utilizing Qui-Gon. I think that's a good, a good way for Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon to reconnect. Yeah. Maybe, I I, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, I hope I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all rumor at this point. So, right. spoilers be damned. I mean, that's the line we tread where we're going to start talking about this. Right. It's like, could this ruin the episodes when it happens? You're like, uh, okay. But, um, will, you know what? Ruin everything. What kind of popped into my head? I, don't, I think I think you mentioned Luke and and then Inquisitors in roughly the same sentence, and it's like I don't think this will happen, but like 
more than storylines. I believe the Inquisitors were hunting for sensitive children. Like, yeah, wouldn't that be kind of cool as a way to like pull Luke into it that they are hunting Luke as well? I don't know, but then does that ruin? Does that ruin like the fact that Darth Vader doesn't know? Son? I mean, I. There's a I've I've been watching I know I I should be surprised because it was so amazing in the end of the season two se- season finale of the Mandalorian I was completely blown away but I've been mm. looking at spoilers or possible spoilers and I think the story you're going for doesn't happen with Luke I think it actually happens with Leia. Ooh yeah 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 I'm into that I'm very into that it's like. Yeah. And Leia makes more sense because Luke almost has to be unknown to everybody because otherwise his name is Skywalker. On yes. that, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. like that's something that wasn't really thought of when, you know, A New Hope was coming out in 77 was the past. And, and so Luke almost has to go unnoticed in this whole thing. And the only right. person that can really acknowledge Luke is is obi-wan and obviously uncle and aunt brew but this is the, going back to the hollywood reporter article i don't know if you saw that brock where they announced that they did an article on how darth maul was in the original oh yes scripts yeah. we yeah. report this is like three-year-old news that for some reason is becoming a thing now the problem i have with that is is it, that ruins like rebels the minute you put darth maul in obi-wan on tatooine it, all of rebels like all of the darth maul stuff on rebels is pointless yeah yeah, I can I can agree with that. Unless they do like a flashback or something, maybe you like a quick it. Yeah. Yeah, but it sounded like he was do he was like the Vader role of the okay. show originally. Yeah, you don't I like that. that. No, I love that they threw in Inquisitors. I, I would imagine that draft didn't have Inquisitors or anything in it as well. Because if you're dealing with Maul, why would you deal with Inquisitors? And I think bringing Inquisitors in is amazing because they're fantastic in Rebels and and then they're even, I thought they were even more awesome on Fallen Order. The second sister was fantastic. I loved everything with the second sister. She was amazing, looked amazing. They, they look amazing. They have amazing lightsabers. You know, we've been saying for so long, put them on, put them in live action. We're getting them in live action. That's going to, that expands that lore so much because as great as Rebels was, it, only a small portion of the fan base watches animation, right? Just a small group of people watching, not everybody. But now it's going to, they're going to, and then video games are huge. But now even more people are going to come to see them uh, on TV. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest complaint I heard is that guy's head. That's <laughs> <laughs> Brock, did you have a problem with uh, no. the circular head? Did you, find no. looked, did, you, did you find he looked too circular? You were like, no. oh, I was looking more I was looking more for an egg. I needed an egg. I know, seriously. People Who are cares. Like, well, go watch Batman with Vincent Price. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, guys. Uh, Heidi, did you have a problem with his head? No. No. And, and I, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great actor, also. We should put that in. Something I found interesting, maybe people already know this. I just found this out, and maybe like fans have known this for a long time. Apparently, the reason why Vader's castle is shaped like that with the two points on the head is because he's trying to resurrect Padme. I thought that was quite interesting. Hmm. I never heard that. That is interesting. They're like antennas reaching out to the the Force, and he's trying to resurrect Padme. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, that's one thing. Like, I know I've read bits and pieces about his like fortress on uh, Mustafar, um, but like, 
it's like I, don't, I feel like the I, the most I hear about Vader's castle is in like the IDW like Halloween specials that are for like <laughs> young readers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they they love exploring it there, but they don't do it anywhere else. Well, I guess technically it's in Rogue One, but <laughs> and even even the Lego uh, spe- oh, Halloween yes. special, they yeah. love it. Yeah, the ki- the children's stuff love Vader's castle live action. Well, apparently one of the fights that happens in this show, guys is on a moon of Mustafar. It's not even on Mustafar. It's on a moon of Mustafar, which Mustafar. I'm sure is going to be... It's going to be Mustafar. It's, probably gonna, it's just going to be ash. It's going to be made completely out of ash. And that's actually going to be the ash where Kylo Ren gets that he puts his helmet on. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Would it be too early for him to hide stuff about Exegol in that? Could we have Vader hiding that? that? No, is that too early? In Obi Wan, I mean specifically. No, I, I I'm all, early. I'm all for uh, pulling the uh, sequels into yeah, everything yeah. because I it's my understanding. I, I'll be honest with you, the Bad Batch is the only cartoon I really got into. I know some of the nice. story from the Mandalorian, but yeah. I keep hearing about how people who originally didn't like the prequels appreciate it more because of the Disney series. Oh, um, absolutely. So I would like for that to come to sequels because I like the sequels. Um, I know not everybody does. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that I always thought was odd was why would Leia name her son Ben instead of Bale? That never made sense yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, like I said, um, I guess there's rumor that Kenobi has to rescue Leia. So they actually do interact. So if that's the case, then that sort of makes more sense to me yeah. why she would choose to name him Ben. Yeah, it made no sense. You're, well, the the reason, the real reason is because J.J. Abrams hates the prequels. That's the <laughs> reason why. But I love that idea that because this show, the rumor is that it's all over Leia on the show. Like that's yeah. who he has to protect, and that is yeah, that's perfect way for her to appreciate him and do that. And then it might even add a little bit more to Rogue One, even on top of right. the sequels. And I'm with you. What the what the what the Clone Wars did to the for the prequels for Brock is what these shows should do for everybody, whether you like them or not, to the yeah. sequels. Because we're at a point now where we're not going to get special editions of anything. That's just not going to happen. We got them with the, the originals. We're not going to get them anymore. So let <laughs> these series on Disney Plus fill out the gaps and flesh out the stories that they didn't have time to put in to a two-hour and 15-minute movie. Exactly. <laughs> right on. I don't know. I, I, I like the sequels, but I almost wish it was a series because I would have liked to have seen the story fleshed out a little bit more. I I, I liked this. I, don't get me wrong. I thought Rise of Skywalker was a blast. I thought it was fun, was what it was supposed to be. But I also thought the, uh, the storyline was rushed. And that was also my um, problem with the prequels. I felt like the prequels were a little bit rushed, too. I think both cases, they... I mean, the prequels is a little bit different, but they both just tied themselves down by it has to be three movies and we're done. The prequels obviously had to be three movies because they were one, two, and three, and four had already been made. But the sequels, I I still think that they should have just, like, screw this. They shouldn't have called it the Skywalker Saga. They should have said, you know what? The Skywalker Saga ended with Return of the Jedi. This is the continuation of the story, and it's not, you know whatever and then you could just keep going and fleshing out as you go along and i I think that would have served them well um because i mean who wouldn't go to an episode 10 right even after the last jedi and rise of skywalker who would not show up to if you had a choice rogue squadron or episode 10 which one are you 
paying 20 bucks to go see tomorrow? Mm, probably episode 10. Right. Is episode 10 a continuation of 9, or is it something totally new? Well, I don't know, but it's called episode 10. So, yeah. but, so in, on some level, that, that's the thing, though, is Rogue Squadron on some level has to connect to it anyway. They all have to connect somehow hmm. because they're all Star Wars in the same universe, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I, I, that's a that's a trick question because you're like, if a Star Wars movie came out, would you watch it? No, and no, the answer I, is an undeniably <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I just mean like, it would it would have only benefited them, not hurt them, to just be like, we're gonna just keep making these episodic films. Yeah. They didn't need to be like, this is the dramatic conclusion because the minute you do that, it's like, well, what what. what? We had that like three movies ago, Return of yeah. the Jedi. Like that is a conclusion. Right. And, like yeah. like the way it was going, especially with the Last Jedi, is the Last Jedi felt like it was the ending in a lot of ways, but it also felt like this could go on forever. So just like Ray, Ray's still young, Finn's young, Kylo's Ben is young. They're young. Let them just go. Just use them. Use those characters. They're not doing anything. I'll sign them on for a twenty picture deal. Do what the MCU does. Just. Hire them for like the rest of their lives, force them to do it, and then let them do the little uh, art film on the side. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah go, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, even call it 9.5 if you don't want to call it that. <laughs> 9.5. It's like the X Men movies, X yeah. Men point two. <laughs> Every 2. movie 5. now is just point five. Oh. Yeah. Well, actually, Why not? Uh, Last Jedi felt like 7.5, right? More than an eight. It was like. It was so connected to Force Awakens, which was something we never saw in Star Wars before. It was like, this is the moment right after. You're like, what? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I forget about that. <laughs> like No other Star Wars movie has done it. Remember, the biggest thing before that was Attack of the Clones, the camera panning up after the crawl. <laughs> like, ah! But also, actually, we got to bring this up. Praetorian Guards are coming back, Brock. Praetorian Guards are Yeah, so what does that mean? <laughs> I guess they're Mandalorians. Oh, God. <laughs> Andrew Fantasia has entered the chat. Why can't Star Wars be as good as Made in Manhattan? Because Star Wars refuses to cast J-Lo. <laughs> I love that Andrew would, only Andrew would pull out Made in Manhattan. <sighs> um, oh, Praetorian Guards apparently are going to be showing up in Mandalorian Season 3. I am excited about this. And apparently, Brock, hmm. there are Mandalorian guards who are like, um, how would you describe it? I like variants, variations of the Praetorian guards. Like their helmets are painted red, like the Praetorian guards. Okay. So I guess they work. Hmm. They work with them in some capacity. I, for me, I love that because I'm really curious how they, how that would play into the Snoke Praetorian guards. Yeah, because, well, I mean, we kind of got this hint that perhaps there was Snoke in a tube on one of the episodes of Mandalorian, but we didn't go far into it. So it's like, maybe we're going after that storyline again somehow, and perhaps the Praetorian guards are protecting. I don't know, but, like, that would be nice. I thought just popped into my head. Hmm. Moff Gideon had the Darksaber. Yeah. Which meant he ruled Mandalore. Maybe he got, maybe he put them together. Ooh, I could get by that. Yeah, like his own version of the Mandalorian. Right. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Like I, uh, Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had his own the right. version of Death Watch, I guess. Or, yeah. I can't but yeah, like, hmm. I guess. 
they got to give uh, Moff Gideon more things to do this season. Like, you, you don't get Giancarlo Esposito and just be like, you're going to do an episode and you're going to say a couple pithy things and then then you're gone. Okay, bye. Like, he's a good actor. I, I think he is in this one. It sounds like he's going to be in this one more. Mm. What that means, I don't know. Because he's in prison. Yeah. We learned that in Book of Boba Fett that he is in, in, yeah. in prison right now. So. Something's going to happen with him. I think something's going to shift. And it could be it, look, this whole journey that the Mandalorian is on, that he gets sent on, and the Darksaber, he might need Gideon. He actually might need Gideon's knowledge to get what he needs. So may, can you imagine if the Mando has to break Moff Gideon out of of their uh, Republic <laughs> prison? And that's, that's a plot line. This is going to be wild. Brock, have you heard about IG-11? I'm just going all over the place because I'm excited about Star Wars. Apparently, yeah. IG-11 showed up. Okay, so then what does that mean? <laughs> Heidi's all in on this. So apparently, IG-11 is like dead by the time we meet him or something, and he's just parts. And the Jawas get all of his parts together, and they rebuild oh, IG-11. And but get this. His purpose on the show is going to be basically to be a suit for Grogu. So instead of Grogu being in that egg, he's going to be in the body of IG-11. Yeah. And it's going to be like hmm. the Hulk. They're comparing it to the Hulk Buster. And he can talk to IG-11 like Tony Stark talks to Jarvis. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a pass for me, dog. That's, I mean, IG-11, bring him back, Taika Kwatiti. Like, you're never going to lose. He's got that's some I, new stories. He's black here and I haven't watched yet, but like. That's IG-88. No, IG-11. IG-11's in Mandal- the Mandal- Mandalorian Season 1. Which is the witch? IG-88 I- is in Empire Strikes Back. I heard it's the one from Empire Strikes Back. All right, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go I'm internet, so confused right now. IG-11 is Taika Waititi, no? That's what I thought. IG-88 is what's in... What's I don't in- know, I've... Yeah, IG-11 okay, is in Mandalorian. So anyway, IG-11's yeah. coming back. He got blown up. Okay, so it is 11 or it's 88? Either one is good. I have 11, no we just idea. know a, bit, a little bit more about. You know what? I don't even know anymore. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was 11. I thought it was 11, and then someone told me it was one from Empire, just like Heidi. So I don't know. I don't Everyone's know. Getting, so, everyone's okay, getting their numbers. Everyone up. is a fake fan. Fake fan. Up until now, Heidi, what did you know it to be? <laughs> I heard it was the one from Empire Strikes Back. Okay. He was just parts. Because IG-11 is a statue... That uh, Carl Weathers, yeah, and he got melted <laughs> in that lava. He made him a stat, yeah, and he made him into a statue to honor him. Oh, okay, gotcha. So unless so the then- Jawas, I don't know, ripped him off of Carl Weathers. I I don't know. I heard it was the one from. I don't know. I could be wrong, but apparently Grogu is going to be Voltron now. I'm yeah, anyway, sure. yeah. Which I- which maybe help him wield the dark saber. I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay, I can get behind that. I suppose. I don't know. I you don't might, know. you might have to get behind it because that might be. What... <laughs> <laughs> it might be what we get. You might not have a choice. Hmm. I don't know. Like I feel. I mean, stop me if I'm wrong. I don't think they've done anything incorrect with this character. As much as the, as more more and more they put Grogu in things like the, everything they've done with this character is like. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's like we're gonna put it in a suit. Like 
if you're gonna do that, why IG eleven? Put it in a death trooper or dark trooper. What are the well, we, from- I, so IG eleven made sense to me more than IG eighty eight because IG eleven made sense to me because I that droid has a connection to Grogu. That yeah. droid was programmed by Oh by, yeah, yeah. Uh, by yeah. Quill by Quill to be his his nanny. So but also, yeah, he's a statue. He got blown up. Like, there's just so much that happened to him. And now the Jawas put him together. So are they retconning what they did just a year ago? I don't know. I just heard that was going to be his new Mandalorian armor. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's what I heard as well, which, you know, whatever. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm at a point, guys, and I, I don't want to uh, anyone to hate me here, but I, I'm worried. I am concerned about the overuse of Grogu. Because he every like you know when they were writing Force Awakens like every time Luke Skywalker came on screen he just he just took everything it was all about him he was all the center of attention we could you know all the focus was on Luke it took away from the new characters which I think is ridiculous but Grogu every time Grogu comes on the screen he takes away from every like Grogu demands your attention and are we going to get to a point where he's going to be overplayed and we're going to be like it's Grogu like like you said last week Brock. He can't be Teen Grogu. Teen Grogu, like Teen Groot, that's not something anybody cares about. We like Baby Groot and Baby Yoda. Don't give us the teen version because teenagers are the worst. So, like, let's move on. But at what point are, do they overuse them, and how do they how do they avoid that? Sorry, say that one more time. How do they avoid overusing Grogu? Oh, well, maybe that's why they're putting him in the suit. I. Mm. I think you don't change what Grogu is so far. You know what I mean? And put him in a suit could be done right or wrong. It could be a jump shark thing, right? Like it's like we're not even jump the shark. It's like that point in your series where you have run out of ideas, so you start marrying off your characters, and they have babies that you know are there for certain plot devices. You know, it's like you know, like. Uh, Rachel gets pregnant and friends and has a baby, and then there are times where that baby does not exist in the episode. You know, it's like so. My concern of like you've done pretty well everything. Like everything you've done with Grogu is perfect. I'd argue like what have they done wrong? Like what have they done wrong at this point? So just keep the and like it's moving. It seems to be move. It's not like they're like oh let's just drop Grogu in this. Outside of like him showing up on Tatooine in Boba Fett, that's probably the closest thing that we're like, oh, okay, cool. It's like that wasn't anything wrong with Grogu. That was like we have a story that we don't really know what to do, so we dropped our oh, like uh, our OP character in that can just solve the problem. Um, but I would argue though, like. It was genius because now season three of Mandalorian, we don't have to waste any time with like where is Grogu and where is Mando. So that's just me. I mean, I, I've watched reactive videos and even in different languages, even though I don't understand what people are saying. I know what they're saying when they're watching these scenes, and I see grown men cry. Yeah, every exactly. time Grogu's on screens. <laughs> so it's like, like I feel like the next big step was would be to like introduce some kind of way that he gets older or starts talking like that is the next thing do they need to do that i don't think no. so i don't know i don't I want don't... him to, i don't yeah you know, i don't want him to talk i i want yeah, him yeah. to 
be adorable. It's, it's like yeah. they're talking about maybe doing uh, 10, 11, 12, and I don't want him showing up in that because he's going to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and and they even I don't even think they know what he's gonna sound like because if in Book of Boba Fett Luke asked kind of asked him like like he basically says do you talk the same way Yoda does without saying do you talk the same way Yoda does so mm -hmm. we don't no one knows what he's gonna sound like because the only other character of that species was Yaddle who was in a shot never yeah. said a line so we don't know if that's how those creatures talk those species or if that's just Frank Oz being Frank Oz like we don't know enough about it and i don't think they do and i think that's you know one of the things was george lucas was like we never know what species yoda is i hope we also never know the way yoda species talks i think eventually we're gonna have to but i hope we never find yeah. out i mean if you think about it the the grogu is usually in a bag or something he's not on screen all the time <laughs> that's true in fact um there's been times where he's been left behind before um yeah yeah uh the episode, yeah, where uh, he gets left at the school and, and steals the kids' macaroons when they when they go. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they go do a thing. Um, he doesn't. I, I mean, it's not the Grogu show. I mean, it might be the Grogu show. That's a theory I have, but I don't think that if that's the case, it's not going to be revealed to the <laughs> series finale. To be honest with you, I, I think I agree with you though, Heidi. Like, don't have Grogu age or talk or you know. I mean, yeah. there's two more seasons, right? That could all be. Uh, in uh, sequential, so like maybe the space of two to three years have passed in once we finish this series. Hold the talking older Grogu for a future project where you're like, let's wow him. Like, let's wait 10 years and then he's a little bit older. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit like he's he, he can hold up or whatever. I, I mean, have we found anyone that can really stop this kid? You know what I mean? I'm, like he's tired but he stopped a rancor so it's like when given the chance no one could like he i think it's it's deceptive because we're like he's a baby so it's like but this baby has done crazy things <laughs> i think the genius thing with him being a baby too and being 50 and being a baby mm -hmm. is this I, I said this to Heidi before but it's he, you can now make him have his own storyline while the sequel trilogy is going on Yep. that can coexist with the sequel trilogy and not affect it one way or another. Right. Like it could be another part yeah. of the galaxy and he can be there doing that. And I think that's brilliant because we're going to need that because you know, everyone's star Wars is going to have to keep going and we're going to have to eventually part ways with the Skywalker saga. And, the, and I think that's a great way to do it is follow Grogu and, and uh, until Din Djarin dies, which when Din Djarin dies, that's going to make uh, baby Yoda Grogu turn to the dark side. I'm still holding out that like whatever species Yoda and Grogu and Yaddle are, like we're gonna learn that they are like so attuned to the Force that no but no one else like like maybe Bendu esque level kind of connection to the Force. I'm still holding on to that. Like mm -hmm. as much as he doesn't talk. He has full faculties. We just can't hear him. It's like, it's like how you know how dogs hear certain sounds, but we can't. Like it's like it's that. Like he's talking through the force. I don't know. I'm still hoping. I'm hoping for that. Well, I was wondering, and I don't go off topic here, but uh, with the you know with Obi Wan and the Inquisitors coming up, I think somebody said that 
like Kylo Ren gave um, Luke's students the opportunity to become Knights of Ren instead of killing them. I think maybe Anakin gave the younglings the same opportunity. So I'm wondering mm. if he gave the same opportunity to Grogu. Grogu decided to to, to go along and become be trained to be an inquisitor which may explain how he learned a uh, force choke but then he might have had a Finn moment and that's when he cut himself off so maybe he feels guilty not hmm. I can get behind that like I don't I have really like <laughs> there's like what exactly happens between order 66 and being found by Din Jaren, like yeah. what is that in between? I think that is a very interesting, if not one episode, maybe a couple episodes, just explaining that. Like that'd right. be fantastic. I like that idea. I also think sometimes, I mean, I would watch it obviously, and it would probably be done amazingly. But I think maybe less is more sometimes too. But I love, yeah. you know, I say that, and then when we got that flashback with the clones and the Jedi coming yeah. in, and it. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Let's get more of it. So I'm I'm very hypocritical on my feelings on less is more because sometimes when you give me more, I enjoy it. Um, so I it is a fine line though, and I think until you figured it out, do it. And the, the great thing is it's a puppet. So that puppet will not age over time unless it's the Yoda puppet, which you know kind of looks weird, but in 20 years later when we get to Phantom Menace. But like the that puppet's not gonna age, so you have that thing. To, when when you figure out that story completely, then get to it. You don't have to rush to it because oh, the baby's gonna be older. So at least that's there. Also, he can't make demands and walk off set if he doesn't get his way. <laughs> <laughs> He's got punched by Jason Sudeikis. Ugh. So you have that. Uh, you guys want to go to the odds? Let's okay. do it. Oh, Andrew's here. All right. No. <laughs> Sorry. Of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to one. All right, there's a flash of Quill because I'm a huge, I'm a huge Quill fan. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you and me by all of our friends at Patreon.com. If you'd like to support us, go on down to patreoncom scum podcast. And just support us because we're trying our best. We're trying to deliver all the Star Wars news. I show up and say, what happened? And James says this. So if you like that and you want to support us, go on down to the website there and be one of the wonderful few that we talk about every episode. And now speak with in person, Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi. Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanaforth, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Girls with Sabres, and the Dead and Night. Boom. Thank you to By the all. way, oh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Also, Brock, mm. gotta point this out. Uh, Nick Santos from the Hashtag Show. You guys know the Hashtag Show? Big, you know, <laughs> hashtag show is in the know. Like if there's somebody in the know, the hashtag show knows. They break a lot of uh, rumor. They break a lot of movie uh, news. 
uh, but like Marvel, DC, Star Wars. And mm-hmm. uh, Nick Santos on Twitter said that tomorrow he's got some big news dropping and he put a, a gif of Rey igniting her lightsaber from the Rise of mm-hmm. Skywalker. So, so possible big Star Wars news dropping tomorrow. Just wanted to say that. That has nothing to do with the odds. I just wanted to say that. I just want to add, add, I love Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, go home. He's not even watching anymore. We didn't talk enough about Made in Manhattan. He's gone. Oh. All right, here we go. Never Tell Me the Odds brought to you by Patreon. Patreon link on the screen down below. We are joined with executive producer Heidi Fetter. Guys, Brock, I'll start with you on this one. Never Tell Me the Odds, we will see a Night Sister in live action. We're going to see a Night Sister, more specifically in the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Whatever. By the end of this year, how about that? By the uh, end, by December thirty first. Okay. Seriously, by the end yeah. of Mando season three. After Fallen Order, with the inclusion of that character of the, the like the last uh, Night Sister, if you want to call her that, I'm like, yeah, that would be very cool to bring that that whole group back in. But in the foreseeable future, I don't know. I'm gonna go forty percent. Like I just try to be realistic, but it'd be cool. Realistic? That's not what we do here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty-one percent, just a touch above you. So if it does happen, it'll be like, well, at least I was more right than you, Heidi. What do you think? Um, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go sixty. Whoa. Yeah, just, like I like that. The future of Star Wars right now just seems to be centered around the Mandalorians. So it's like, I mean, you could probably work away with having them in there, but like, there doesn't seem to be a, any desire to work on Jedi's. And I feel like the Night Sisters work better with Jedi's than Mandalorians. I don't know. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. Mm, so, um. No, I, I, I would like to see. I mean, Obi Wan's a Jedi. I, we'll see. I, I, they were look. They got name dropped in Boba Fett. They're in Fallen Order. That's right. They're, they're becoming like a big. They're becoming a piece of Star Wars lore for the mass audiences. And I just, I don't think it's going to happen like you, Brock. But I, 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 I am optimistic. I want to see it. I believe it can. And I just think the further away from Luke Skywalker you want to get, the more of this stuff that you've got to bring into it to get us further Absolutely. away from that. Let me put it this way. After um, Luke Skywalker showed up at the end of Mandalorian, I've come to the conclusion that there's nothing they can do to surprise me, <laughs> but they can amaze me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's true. Uh, next one. Uh, never told me guys. IG-11 will show up. Is that true? We're going to get some IG-11. Look, I'm going to say IG-11, but you can see it could be the Empire Strikes Back. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. That droid-looking thing, whichever one it is, is going to show up in uh, in um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're going to say Obi-Wan Kenobi for this time. No, no, sorry. In Mandalorian Season 3. IG without... No, this is IG-11 in... in... Anyway, whatever. Is it going to show up again? Are we going to see it again, Ivy? I mean, from what I heard, I got to... I'm going to say 99.9% just from what it's being said. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Brock? Um, I mean, it's Taika Waititi doing the voice. You'd be stupid not to have him on your project. 
period, end of sentence. So uh, will he show up? Uh, you know, like nobody stays dead anymore. So I'm going to say 75%. Yeah. Why not? He's a droid. It's very easy to bring that a droid back. I'm going with uh, 80% as uh, high as well because uh, hey, no one's dead in Star Wars ever. And if you can bring him back, everyone loved him. And Gro- he yeah. has a connection with Grogu. And if it's the one from Empire Strikes Back, uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, that was supposed to be the one from Empire Strikes Back. And Floyd was like, nah, we just don't want to mess with people's headcanon for their legend stuff. Right, right, right. Which is fine. And our final odd today, by the way, there's a, something else going on where people are surprised. This is what's weird is like we forget things so quickly. Like now there's people are surprised that Andor might be coming in like August. But I don't know if you guys remember, they announced like six months ago that Andor was coming out in Q2. How is yeah. this like where are like are people uh, anyway? It, but this is huge news now. This is this and, and the Filoni thing are huge news, but this is all stuff that's happened two years ago. Anyway, the, my head is hurting, guys. It's the Guinness, though. I'm not a big Guinness. It's like flat. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Um, and that final line, will Obi-Wan appear in Cassian Andor? Will Obi-Wan appear in the Andor show? I'm going to go full Brock on this one. Full Brock from me. Because, uh, look, I think it's, you know, you tie these things in together. Why the heck not? I don't know how. It's got to be subtle. But why not? I'd also really appreciate if Alden Ehrenreich showed up as Han Solo in that. But that probably won't happen. Brock, what do you think? Uh, I think that would be a great idea. Uh, I'm gonna go forty percent, though. I don't know. It's, I, it's, it's hard to make that call till we know what Obi Wan is about. You know what I mean? Like, we see Obi Wan in this trailer, and he's dejected and 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 destroyed. So it's like, will like obviously the show is gonna be about him trying to find his meaning after Jedi Order is is. It's gone and evil won. Like, like, what do you do? So, like, he, that could lead to him wanting to be part of the the rebellion. But like, because like, isn't that what Cassian is going to be all about? Just like an espionage show dealing with the growth of the rebellion. Like, that would be great to th- drop an Obi Wan in there somehow. Yeah, Heidi. Um, um I'm gonna go twenty five percent. Um. It depends. Uh, since Andor wasn't in Rogue One, the only thing I think that may possibility is if they're going to do the same like Rogue One route because Rogue One was just full of Easter eggs, like mm-hmm. up to last minute of A New Hope. Like the guy, the two uh, scoundrels from uh, you know the guy who got his arm chopped off and and uh, I forget their names and. Uh, Threaten Luke at the cantina. They just showed up out of nowhere. Um, R2-D2 and C-3PO just showed up out of nowhere. And then Bail Organa shows up out of nowhere and says, yeah, I gotta go back to Alderaan real quick, which is funny because when when I saw that with my sister and her husband, my sister's husband, to be a jerk, just yelled out, no! But <laughs> but um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, I don't really see it happening, but the only reason why I might see it happening, given 25%, is, again, because I think Rogue One was just pretty much Easter eggs, to be honest with you. Even though yeah, I think it's an excellent movie. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, that's fair. I love them too as well. All right, let us know what your odds are in the comments below. Andrew just said five, 70% and 5%. I don't know where he is on this stream. He's probably not even watching live. He's probably like 10 minutes behind. So when we get another percentage, we'll have all three of his. Let's move on to top five. It's top five villains that are not Sith. No oh. Sith. No Sith. Dun, no Sith. Dun. My number five is Jabba the Hutt, guys, because Jabba the Hutt is the greatest thing to happen to Star Wars. He is a slug, and he is awesome, and he's amazing. Number five, Jabba the Hutt. Brock? Uh, my number five is going to be Agent Tarek from the Poe Dameron series. Like, straight up, like, that could be a character they could bring into live action. It would be really, really interesting. A crazy, like, Imperial that's like, I'll do whatever it takes, even if you fire me. So, yeah. Awesome. Heidi? Well, I had trouble with this list. Uh, I uh, Originally, my number five was going to be either Django or Boba, but Boba no. kind of did a... Yeah. I changed it, though, but uh, Boba made a pretty much... is more of an anti-hero now, so I actually went with his brother. I went with... Um, what did I write down? Crosshair. Crosshair. Nice! <laughs> That's a nice one. <laughs> he is a villain <laughs> straight up like oh so good yeah uh my number four is Django fett uh i didn't i think uh my list might be as not as good as yours i'm going with Django. like i love Django. i just wanted to put Django on the list so uh take that rock uh my number four is gonna be another deep pull marshawn Rowe from the high republic series <laughs> straight up like yeah agent Terry school martian Rowe, like this is a good villain. Booyah. Andrew is sucking up to executive producer Heidi right now. Crosshair is a great pick. Heidi, you're number four. Um, also I am, Crosshair. I'm going to go with Cad Bane. Nice. The nice. one who trained love, Boba Fett. <laughs> I love Cad Bane in the Boba Fett show. I don't even care. I thought he was perfect in that. Uh, and my number three is General Grievous. I'm just uh, loading up with prequels. I love my, I love General Grievous. I think he's great. The one thing with Grievous that's amazing is it's been, what's it been, uh, 15, 17 years, and he still looks incredible, like visually still holds, uh, I would say. So that's my number three is Grievous. Brock? Uh, my number three is Heidi's uh, number four, I believe, Cat Bane, like, it's crazy, like live action to real life. It's like, ooh, yeah, and it's it's a bummer that like he had to be done at the end of that series. But like that two episodes, like the two episodes with Cad Bane in Book of Boba Fett is just like, wow, wow. <laughs> Absolutely, I think he needed to die though. I think that was the right the, for the story for the story, Heidi. Well, um, I maybe mean, people are going to argue with me. I, I really didn't watch Rebels or um, Clone Wars. Um, just some scenes I've seen, so maybe some people would put them higher. I kept going back and forth with this person between my two and three. Um, but I'm going with Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, oh, I forgot about Thrawn. <laughs> Damn, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't have Thrawn either. Thrawn's going to, you know what, Thrawn, um, I'm not disagreeing with you, Heidi, on it, but Thrawn could potentially be like the big bad by the end of all these live action right. shows. 
if they're doing what we all think they might be doing right. based on what Ahsoka says and all that. So yeah, Thrawn is a great. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not into the Star Wars lore, guys. I'm very like surface level Star Wars fan. So, <laughs> so my list is like Jabba the Hutt. Uh, uh, I, I didn't put Masa Meda on it, but I probably should have. My number two is the second sister from Fallen Order. I wanted to put like just all of the Inquisitors, but I went with that one because that's my favorite one at this moment. After this show, though, it could be grand. It could be uh, uh, Reva Riva, who is the third sister, I believe. I was like the seventh sister and the fifth brother. I'm very excited, very excited to see the fifth brother in the show, although I heard it's just like a, for a small role, which makes sense. like the dumbest names they've ever thought of. <laughs> they were just so lazy. They're like, uh, and then like, there was a thing called the Jizz Whaler at one point. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, as much as I love the Inquisitors, like those names are so impossible to remember. <laughs> well, it's just like you put a number and then either brother or sister, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. It. And then it's for just... some reason, the Grand Inquisitor, the head of Honcho is just the Grand Inquisitor. He's like, yeah. I went through every number you could think of, and now I'm grand. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is going to be Krennic from Rogue nice. One because he goes, he's, yeah. I could have read, or I could have seen more of him. And of course, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's like a fantastic actor. So it's like, oh. <laughs> no, that's true. I more more chronic the better. Heidi, your number two. Um, I the reason I went with number two is because of him blowing up Leia's home right in front of her. I'm going with Tarkin. Tarkin. Nice. I was actually thinking Tarkin when Brock said chronic. It's almost like ooh. It's yeah. Like, you know, it's they're they're right on there. Tarkin's a good pick. Also, not on my list because I'm surface level. Uh, my number one, though, Praetorian Guards. Uh, specifically, Praetorian Guard A. That's his name. Praetorian Guards, like the uh, Inquisitors, their names are Praetorian Guard, and then the le- a letter of the alphabet comes next. And my favorite one is Praetorian Guard A. I'm not a big fan of Praetorian Guard C, but mm-hmm. B and D are phenomenal guards. I'm really big on them. <laughs> Brock, what's your number one? Uh, once again, I'm on the coattails of Heidi. My number one is Tarkin because I was like, mostly because of like what you see of him in uh, Clone Wars. Like, obviously, he's still a great villain in the original, but like the just the actual. Oh, I'm sorry, in Rogue One too. Sorry, please. Like, we're getting more and more where it's just like, man, you are just evil. Like, Krennic, Krennic is evil, but it's more of like he just wants. To control Tarkin just immediately assumes he controls everything and doesn't care. It's like, well, we're getting results. It's like he's almost more evil than Vader or Palpatine because it's like at least they're like, we're evil because we can control things with our mind. This is just a dude that's yeah. like, I will burn everything. I'm like, <laughs> so. Tarkin's a character like growing up, I had no care or interest in. And then as an yeah. adult, you're like, oh, he's the bad guy of that movie. Yeah. It's Tarkin's yeah. the yeah. bad guy. But as a kid, it's Vader, right? You don't even think of Tarkin. But then yeah. when you start to pay attention, it's like, oh no, Tarkin's the big bad. Heidi, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is Star Wars Holiday Special Head Rider Bruce Valance. No. <laughs> 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 no. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> no, my my number one is be the villain you love to hate because he's evil and he loves being evil, Moff Gideon. 
Oh, yeah. 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 Give yeah. Up. He was almost on my list, and then he got pushed off by uh, by Java. Gideon's awesome. Yeah, like they do. They create all these like imperial villains that do not get enough time on screen. It's like I hope, I hope they give Moff Gideon more time. Yeah, I mean, I with uh, you know, um, you know, with uh, Cara Dune not coming back, I'm wondering if mm. like he's gonna like escape and kill her off screen or something, and they're like, oh, Moff Gideon escaped or. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we're we're not seeing the end of uh, Moff Gideon and his schemes for sure. Like, uh, you don't you don't get John Carlo Esposito actor in there and not like use him to a full extent. So, yeah, awesome choices. I'm glad he didn't get killed off in the end of season two. I mean, I will say this: as as a bad a person as Tarkin was, you never saw Tarkin give someone an evil smile and talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Sure. Gideon's great. I hope he does get more screen time in in Mando season three, and we get to see that character expanded on and and uh, utilized a little bit more. Because also, Giancarlo Esposito is a great actor as well. All right, episode 246 in the books, guys. 246. 246. 246. That is a lot of freaking episodes, by the way. I told uh, my friend Sheldon, I sent him a link to one of them. He goes, what? 200 and something. I was like, yeah. He goes, wow. I'm like, yeah, thanks for caring. Yeah. He's going to Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we will not be there. Heidi forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take it and I totally forgot. I'm like, uh, I don't even think you can yeah. sell them. Uh, you can, but we won't talk about that on camera because I don't <laughs> oh. think you can. But no, but uh, Star Wars Celebration is coming up. There's going to be apparently um, a lot of things are going to be released that weekend. Uh, we'll look at it. It's going to be a good time. Brock and I, we're just not able to go. It's just such an awkward time uh, for many, many reasons. Um, but tickets went on sale, and I think the Saturday one sold out quick. The four-day one sold out in minutes, but I think that was already mostly sold out anyway. Yeah, so they yeah, sold yeah. that out, and then the, the Saturday one sold out in a couple of hours and i don't know if there's i don't know what else is going on i haven't i haven't seen updates on other than that but um yeah i don't know uh hopefully everyone that goes has a good time it sounds like it's gonna be very safe they're making you be vaccinated they're making you wear masks and having proof of all that stuff so should be a good time at celebration that brock and i will not be there all right heidi <laughs> heidi plug your book yeah. Oh, um, well, I wrote a new book, and this time I use my real name. You um, get on Amazon.com. It's called The Enchanted, uh, His Enchanted Swan, and it's uh, takes place in modern day Boston, um, and it coincides with uh, Swan Lake. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Check that's on Amazon, right? Uh mm huh. -hmm. I gotta nice. check that out on Amazon. We'll put the link in the description uh, once I get off of this. After okay. That. Link in the description. Check it out, Brock. Where can everybody find you? <laughs> right here. Are you watching Encanto? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've watched Encanto like 10 times. Do we talk about Bruno? I've never no, seen Encanto. I've never seen Encanto. I wait. We do not. I Side Akbar, how do you have you seen Encanto? No, I'm sorry. Okay, neither <laughs> have I. Brock, are the songs better than Let It Go? 
Are they better than Let It Go? Because they're topping the charts better than Let It Go. Are they better? I need an honest answer. I don't know. It's like it's the it's like the same thing, right? Like it's I don't know. It's not the same thing. The story is totally different. Uh, I like Encanto more than Frozen, but I like Tangled more than Frozen. So there you go. I like Olaf like, better than everything, though. Olaf is the best. Can we just yeah. Olaf is the best? But like, really, like, what's the difference? It's just like I, if one song makes, we wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't making record numbers. So it's like. There's always it's a Disney it's a Disney movie with music in it. Of course, like kids are gonna love it. Like my nieces are crazy for it. They know all the words, so that's yeah, who see, it's for. <laughs> I, I don't have any kids, like young kids no. around me, so I don't I don't I've never heard that song. Like I've somehow mm. avoided that song, but I feel like let it go, you couldn't avoid. You know what I mean? Like, although at the time no, it's different because because my nieces were younger. They, they were the age at the present. They were the age, yeah. So no, yeah. that's not fair. Yeah, no, because I haven't I haven't seen Encanto. I want I actually want to. I just haven't. Um but I heard Turning Red is really good. So maybe you can get them yeah, on I Turning watched Red. It yet. Apparently it takes place in like early two thousands though. So they might be turned off by that. They're like, oh <laughs> this is not too Yeah, much but like <laughs> Frozen takes place in like Denmark and there's Christmas every time and Encanto is in Colombia in the mountains like doesn't really matter where it is or what like, no, people I'm, understand I'm, I'm just joking uh <laughs> all right anyway that is episode 246 of the encanto cast thank you so much for watching <laughs> give us a like and subscribe and uh, let us know if you think obi-wan kenobi is gonna be the worst thing to happen to star wars since the oh. book of boba fett heidi thank you so much for joining us grab her book uh andrew fantasia says the turning red is awesome but what does he know uh <laughs> because uh-huh. much like brock much wait, much like Andrew Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Thumbbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget uh-huh. to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.